Hello. Welcome to Discovering Jazz, where you and I together discover great music, picking up information to keep jazz old and new alive. My name is Larry Sademan, here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. Well, Happy New Year, and what a great time to start a new five-part series of episodes. This is the beginning of the culmination of what was a huge project for me over the holidays. It involved my going over all the best-of lists for jazz albums of 2022, usually focusing on the first 10 chosen by each reviewer, listening to tracks from as many as I could, as well as learning more about the artist and the album, then tabulating how many votes each album had. From then, I'd choose a few that resonated with me and play a track on these podcasts. So far, I've found 78 different reviewers or publications who have compiled these lists and 433 different albums. And I suspect there is more to come. Let's start with the one that so far seems to be getting the most votes. Guitarist Mary Halverson. She put together two albums one with a number of musicians playing and that definitely fits the category of jazz, and it's called Amaryllis. The second one is more almost modern classical, where she plays with a string quartet, and it's called Belladonna. Some reviewers rate both together as one of the top albums of the year, while some just picked out Amaryllis. But nobody has chosen Belladonna on its own. So I'll play a track right now from Amaryllis. It's called Side Effect. And it's one where that string quartet that dominates Belladonna makes an appearance.
Mary Halverson on guitar, with the help of Adam O'Farrell on trumpet, Jacob Garchek trombone, Nick Dunstan bass, Thomas Fujiwara on drums, and Patricia Brennan on vibraphone, plus the Mevos Quartet. Side effect. And speaking of vibraphonist Patricia Brennan, her new album has attracted the attention of jazz critics, making the top ten or so lists of at least three of them. She's from Veracruz, Mexico. The album is called No Touch. And the track I'm going to play, Unquiet Respect, uses similar syncopations to soca music, which was originally a blend of African and East Indian rhythms. Let's hear it. Thank you. 
vibraphonist Patricia Brennan, with bassist Kim Cass, Cuban percussionist Mauricio Herrera, and drummer Marcus Gilmore from the No Touch album of 2022. For my list of albums loved by both critics and self, there will be a few historical albums, which were recorded well before 2022, as well as a few Canadian albums. Here's one that fits both categories. It was released in November of 2021, a bit late for some reviewers, but not for others to put on their best of lists for 2021. So a few put it on the 2022 list, and there may have been more had it been released in 2022. It did get lots of play on jazz radio, though. It's Oscar Peterson and an album called A Time for Love, live in Helsinki, 1987. According to Toronto bassist Dave Young, there was no set list. Just get out there and play. And when Oscar to play an introduction, everyone would know what tune it is. So I suspect you'll know what tune this is, and I won't have to tell you.
Oscar Peterson with Joe Pass guitar, Dave Young bass, and Martin Drew drums. How High the Moon from 1987 with tracks recently released. In this year's jazz list, there are a few albums featuring instruments that aren't normally associated with jazz. I decided to try out one of them and chose an album by Abel Seloche, that's spelled S-E-L-A-C-O-E. The album's called Haya Kegai, translated as Where is Home? And I chose that even though it was only on one critic's list. That may be because it's not an album that most people would call a jazz album. But then what is jazz? We won't open that can of worms. Some of this might fit in the world music category. Some is pretty much classical. It was Seloche's attempt to add an element of African music to European-style Baroque music with the hope that this will help him find his home or his identity. Seloche is from a town just south of Johannesburg in South Africa. This track is called Zawos, Abel Seloche. Thank you. 
Abel Zeloche from a 2022 album called Where is Home? My home is Edmonton, Alberta now, still in Canada, and for each of these programs on Critics' Choices for 2022, I'll play at least two tracks by Canadian artists. I depend on Downbeat Magazine a lot for telling me what's new in jazz and for gauging what is big, according to people who really know jazz, but this year, their critics' top albums of the year were not, in general, shared by the other critics. In fact, of the eight albums they had on this year's list, only two of them were on others' lists. At least, that was at the time that I read those particular lists. But one of their top albums was by a Canadian singer I had never heard of. Her name is Melissa Stiliano from Toronto, and her album, Dream Dancing, was recorded with the great and two rarely heard Jean Bertoncini on guitar and bassist Ike Sturm. I listened to a few cuts and it's really lovely, sweet and lovely, which is one of the tunes this trio performs. But I won't play that one because I fell in love with the way they did Antonio Carlos Jobim's Carcobado. Here it is, 
Melissa Stagliano with the great Jean Bertoncini. Que lindo 
singer Melissa Stagliano with Gene Bertaccini on guitar, an album that made three critics' best of 22 lists, at least as of January 1st, New Year's Day, when I recorded this particular podcast. Now for one that made even more critics' lists. So far, I found a total of 13 lists that included this next album by saxophonist Joshua Redman, pianist Brad Meldow, Christian McBride bass, and drummer Brian Blade. It's called Long Gone, and it's their second studio release, the first one being released 30 years ago. A long wait, but well worth it. Every single one of these players are becoming jazz legends. This tune Disco Ears is modal jazz, meaning that it focuses more on improvising within a few scales, rather than being dependent on a bunch of chords. It also swings. Redmond, Meldow, McBride, and Blade.
Disco Ears, Redman, Meldow, McBride, and Blade from the Long Gone album. I suspect it won't be long gone for a long time. In fact, later in this series, I'll probably play another track from it, despite the fact that there are at least 432 other albums that have made top 10 lists. Let's move on to a British recording, of which there are a lot of this year that have been raved about. In fact, I think that there's probably more European, Asian, South American, and African African recordings in the 22 lists than there are American recordings, which I think is unusual. This next one is an interesting concept. The Blue Note Reimagined series. The first one released in 2020 and the second last September features up-and-coming London jazz artists playing classic tunes from the Blue Note catalog. This second compilation appears to have mixed reviews, but one reviewer did put it in their best of 2022 list, so let's play something from it. A singer-pianist named Reuben James and Wayne Shorter's Infant Eyes. No place beneath the sky The voice will not arise That could sing up my love For my dear infant eyes Infant eyes, you are my own Without your smile, the stars will in 
I love that accent. Singer-pianist Reuben James with Wayne Shorter's Infant Eyes. And while she's not on any best of lists I've seen so far, the Blue Note reimagined album from which that track was taken is on at least one. Let's stay with spacey-sounding jazz, but with some added funk and soul. Keyboardist and vocalist Brandon Coleman from Los Angeles, not to be confused with the Cincinnati guitarist with the same name, and his album called Interstellar Black Space. I read somewhere that one of his objectives was to put together an album that astronauts in space could relate to. The album's called Time's Gone, and I'll play the title track just a one-minute interlude, and follow it by one that features a tenor saxophone of Kamasi Washington. It's called We Change, Part 1. Brandon Coleman. We have to be a better
Brandon Coleman from the Times Gone album. It received a couple of votes for Top Album of the Year. One more for Part 1 of Critics' Choices of 2022. Saxophonist and flautist Charles Lloyd, at age 84, put out three trio albums this past year, and it all got compiled into a box set this past December. The first of these, released over the summer, made the best of lists for 10 reviewers. It's called Chapel. The other members of the trio are guitarist Bill Frizzell and bassist Thomas Morgan. From that album is a lovely Cuban ballad made famous by Bola di Nieve and recorded now a couple times by Charles Lloyd. It's called El Amour, and I will play that in a moment, but this is Larry Sagman saying bye for now, and tune in next week for part two of albums that jazz critics claim are the best of 2022.